Okay, we are um, on Hey Ahmed Aleph. We are about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. ten lines from the bottom of Hey Ahmed Aleph. Uh, just to reorient ourselves, we are back. Uh, we are continuing to try to find a source for the concept of Asei Dochalo. So Asei, how do I know that um, typically one uh, mitzvah can, can override an otherwise existent Isser, specifically according to the Rabbana, not according to Tanvei Shmuel. Um, we tried a couple of, of ways to do so based on the, uh, the mitzvah of the mitzorah to shave all of his hair after he uh, uh, finishes being, or, or she, finishes being a, a, a mitzorah, uh, combined with the fact that there's an Isser for a man to shave his head, or an iser for him, or it's actually around the corners of his head, or an iser for a man to shave his beard. Um, nevertheless, we uh, got each one of those op- each one of those uh, options was uh, rejected, uh, mainly for the fact that these isurim of uh, of shaving or or uh, shaving the head or the face are both uh, isurim that don't apply. They're not shavu bakol. They don't apply to women. They don't apply to to, to men. And therefore, that could be the reason why they get knocked out. They're weaker already. Um, so that would explain why they, uh, a mitzvah say, would override them. But a regular mitzvah say, a mitzvah, regular mitzvah say, maybe not. So Gemara is going to try now another, uh, another avenue. So it says the Gemara as follows, Ella Asya Merosho Tahachtanya. So we're going to try to learn, say, Dochaloza say, again from the word Rosho, but for a different from a different perspective, um, from the following b'risa, which explains as follows. The sanya, because the b'risa says as follows, Rosho matamalomar. Why does it say that a, uh, again, that a mitzorah has to shave um, his head? Lefishinemar tar lo yavor al rosho, because when it comes to a nazir, Okay, so before we were talking about a mitzorah, um, uh, yeah, we were talking about a, a mitzorah in the context of just the iser in general of shaving one's head or shaving one's face. That's for everybody. Here we're talking about what about the fact that when it comes to a nut, what happens if a person would be a nazir and a mitzorah at the same time? So when it comes, so why does it say the extra word rosho? Again, we mentioned before, it says you shave all your hair. So of course, the, the hair on your head on your head is included. So why include the hair on the head? Because it says tarlo rosho. When it comes to a nazir, that there is a, a, a blade should not touch his head. Shameani af of a nazir came. So I would have thought that if a person is a mitzvah and a nazir, then the Isser applies to them as well. I mean, not just a regular Nazir, but even a Mitzorah Nazir would have this halacha that he would not be allowed to, uh, or she would not be allowed to uh, cut their hair. Tamaloma Rosho comes up to tell me, no, that if a Nazir is a Mitzorah, that even though typically the Nazir is not allowed to cut his or her hair, nevertheless, uh, when it, if, the, if the Nazir ends up getting Tsaras and has to remove uh, all of his or her hair, they would be permitted to do so, and they would be required to do so because of that mitzvah. 
you see here again, the mitzvah of Yikalachas Kosaro trumps the Isser of the, the Isser of Tar Lo Arosha. Um, and why is this not a problem of, we mentioned before, you know, our problem each time is it's an Isser that's not Shavah Bakol. When it comes to Nazir, it is Shavah Bakol. Why? Because a man and a woman can both be a Nazir. Um, so that's not a, that, that's, that's not a problem. The fact is, what's interesting is that Rashi actually said something about being a Lavsha in Shavah Bakol. Uh, if you look at Rashi in the, in the first wide line, Tam Loma Rosho, Amma Asi Asei, Vedachi Lo Sasei. So you see in Asei is Docha Lo Sasei. And then he writes, Even though it's a lav, it's not equal to everybody. And all the Chronim jump on this Rashi. What are you talking about? It's not true. So I'm only into now how you answer for this Rashi. But it's a, it's a very challenging Rashi because the simple shot is that it's, it's not a problem at all. Um, it's not a lav, Shein Shev all men and women can be can, can be a nazir, so uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that for now. It's a, it's a problematic Rashi, but anyways, that that's the possible again proof, a, a new proof. However, not surprisingly, the Gemara is not happy. What's the problem? I could attack. I could ask a kasha on this on this drasha. What is the again? I'm looking for an iser that's a very strong iser. And a mitzvah knocks out that iser. So every time we 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 try to you know try to cause a problem for the drasha and, and, and you know uh, um, chip away at it. We have to find something about this iser that's not quite so strong, right? So maybe it doesn't apply to everybody. Maybe it's you know, etc. However, so what's the answer? What, so what's the problem here? The problem here is that a nazir, it's something. It's not an iser that applies unilaterally. And Nazir only becomes a Nazir because he or she decides to become one. Right? The person makes a nether to become a Nazir. And if they wanted to not be a Nazir, what could they do? They could go to a Bezdin, go to Tamachacham, and explain, I didn't really mean it, I never wanted to become a Nazir, and you could actually do a Taras Nadarim and not be a Nazir anymore. So if that's true, then that's not such a strong answer. Right? It's, it's, other, other Yisurim exist across the board no matter what. This Yisur could actually be removed on his own, if he wanted to, by going to a, to a Tamil Chacham and removing it. In fact, maybe if he was a Mitzorah, maybe he could say, if I knew I was going to become a Mitzorah, you know, uh, I never would have become a Nazir. I don't know if that, that, that exact example would always work. But the bottom line is, there is a, uh, it, it makes it a much weaker level Isser, and therefore, even though it's true that in this scenario, say, say, that does not necessarily mean it's a good proof, it's a good, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, good to be used as the prime example of a Seidoch Halosa, say that we should learn from it to all other cases. Um, and the Gemara doesn't tell you, how do I know that the issue of Shaken Yeshno B'Sheila is a problem by Nazir? I'll tell you how I know, says the Gemara. Because if you're not going to ask the question here and say Shaken Yeshno B'Sheila as being a problem for Nazir, meaning a problem is using it as, a, as, a, as, a, as our prime example, um, we have a halacha. Okay, what happens if you have a mitzvah say, and on the other hand, you don't have a losah say, but you have a losah say and an asay? Right? Many surim, uh, many halachas, you have an, an iser to do something and an asay to you know, keep yourself in the same spot. And we're explaining now exactly what that means. So, uh, how do I know that asay, mitzvah say on one hand, doesn't knock out, doesn't trump, and I say, I lose, I say, and I say. 
Because um, if I if I didn't again we paskin and I say is not the chalosis if I say, but I but if it if I didn't have this issue of yet kenyesh and b'sheila I would have actually paskin I would have learned from Nazir that I say is the chalosis if I say right. Um, so let's read again in the Gemara. The ilo temahachi hakai had the kaimlani. The ain't I say do chalosis if I say if. If you don't say like this, that Shekinyesh Neba Sheila is a problem, we know we paskin, that a say on one hand, does not knock out an say and Lohtasei together. Uh, and if I, that wasn't true, Ligmar Min Nazir. I would have learned, right, from Nazir, that say is Docha Lohtasei V'Asei. How's that? Because, as follows, uh, the, the, uh, is Rashi put it together? Yeah, look at Rashi. Rashi says min nazir, the third, the third from the bottom line at the end of the line. Min nazir, but nazir asay vilos asay ika, right? By by nazir, there's again by mitzora there is the galachat kol saro mitzvah asay. When it comes to nazir, there's both an asay and a los asay. What are the two? There is an asay tar lo sorry tar lo yavra aro show and a los asay. You should not have a have a uh, blade pass over his head, and also kadoshiye gadapera. You also have an avamitzasei that the nuz remains a kadosh. He should remain a kadosh by continuing to grow his hair. So the nuzir has a mitzasei to continue to grow his hair. He has a lozasei not to cut his hair. And on the other side, we have mitzora and a mitzasei to shave it to, to to shave all his hair. So, uh, um, so the halach is. That they do it, right? And if you have a mitzora, a nazir mitzora, what happens? That the the nazir mitzora will actually, when when he, when he's done having taras, he shaves all his hair. So what would I say? I would say, look, this is a prime example. Ase is docha, los ase ve even more powerful. I have a scenario where when one mitzvah that's only a mitzvah say actually trumps a los ase ve So I shall learn from here to all cases that 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 ase is docha los ase ve which we don't paskin like says the gemara. That's not how we hold. The Gemara knows it already. It's just not, not something that we do. So the question is, why not? Why don't I hold that, that I say is dochalos to say say and learn it from the case of a dozen mitzvah? The answer is, what's the answer? My time of logar minan, the glimifrach, shakin, back in the Gemara, talking to the bottom line, the glimifrach, shakin, yeshna b'sheila. Hachanami, glimifrach, shakin, yeshna b'sheila. So the Gemara says, uh, the reason why we don't use nazir as the example of, or nazir mitzvah as the prime example of, I say do chalos asay v'asay is because man anazir shekin yeshna b'sheila because anazir again the iser is not so strong so the fact that he could have asked out of being a nazir anyways by going to a bezdin speaking to a talmud chacham so he could have, he could have done hataras nedarim so then the iser is not that strong anyways so the fact that mitzvah and akzedah isn't such isn't such a powerful uh, proof and it's not the best example so, but if that, but the gemara basically says if that's true that's how I know that I say it's not do chalos asay v'asay so certainly. I, I'm not going to use this uh, either as a, I shouldn't say certainly, but then also the Gemara wants to assume that I won't even use it as an example as a seidor chalos say, because in the end of the day, I have the problem of sheken yeshna b'sheila, that the iser of, uh, of the nazir uh, not shaving his head, again, could have been, he could have gotten out of it even just by doing hatar sindar. Um, so that's why the Gemara wants to reject this possibility. Um, Okay, uh, any questions about that piece? Good, okay.
Um, if you notice already how many different concepts uh, in, in Shas you're learning just in these first four Dapim and Ksubis, just learning so many concepts that we never touched in the Chagiga or Moed Katan or some of these places, you see why um, you know, it's like jam-packed with a lot of beautiful stuff. Okay, so uh, continues the Gemara's file. So, Elali Olam, Yaram Hayama Beis, Mikra Kama. So, we tried so, so hard to try to learn Asedo Chalosa, say from some other Sukkim. And at the end of the day, we're learning it from, says Rashi, Mikra Kama, our first Pasuk, to Kalayim Bitsis. Going back, excuse me. So, our first example, which was Losil Bashanis, Gedilim Tasalacha. Right? Our original example. That you shouldn't wear shatnis, and then the very next, very next breath, the Torah tells me you should make tzitzis. And comes to teach me that uh, even though you can't have kalim in general, you can't have shatnis in general, shatnis and tzitzis is permissible. Okay. And, but we had a problem, right? What was our problem with, making this, with, with learning this out? We said that according to the Rabbanon, the uh, words Tzermo Pishtim were, uh, were not extra. For for Shmuel, they were extra because they learned that any time you have the word beget, I already know it's tzemer or pishtim. Right, beget always means uh, tzemer or pishtim. So you're saying kilayim or shatnes, it means automatically it teaches me that the beget is going to be tzemer or pishtim. But for the rabbanon, don't have such a drasha about the word beget. So how's that going? So what's extra here? Again, we always are going to need to have some extra word available to make this smichas aparshios to make a drasha between. The connection between Sitzes and Shana. So look in, look in Rashi for one second. Uh, right? But according to the Rabbanan, where they, what's the extra wording in the Pasuk, which is going to teach me uh, that Kalayim and Sitzes is permissible? Right? Which will, again will teach me that I say is the say. So look at the Gemara. So the Gemara says, now back on the top line, Im Kain, Leimakrad, Sitzes. It should have said, Tzitzis Taselacha. Right? Why does it say Gidilim Taselacha? It's a very strange word to use. So why use the word Gidilim Taselacha? Back to what we said before. So you see, it's available to make a special drasha. So it's still the connection between Gidilim Taselacha and Los Silva Shatnes. And the piece that's available to make the drasha is the, the phrase, the word Gidilim. So you see, it is, that's what's extra, and that's there to make that drasha. And you see, I say the chalos, I say, and just for the purposes of our exercise, right? Why would um, uh, um, shatnis, like we said, is an iser that is shavah bakol? Right? Michael asked the question yesterday, titsis is not the same, but we care about the, the, the laugh. Right? The laugh here is a laugh that shavah bakol. Men and women have to be uh, you know, careful about, about shatnis just the same. Um, happens to be that men's clothing more often has problems with shatnas today. That's why you find men checking for shatnas more often because suits are one of the things that find shatnas the most often. Um, but men and women both have the issue of shatnas. So that's, a, that's an issue. There's a lot of it. Shavah Um Fine. So it would work for this, uh, for this exercise. Fine. However, not so fast. Says Gemara, hi, lishi'ura hudasa. What do you mean? The word gedilim is not extra. The word gedilim is there to teach me the sheer. Not the sheer, meaning the size of the tzitzis, but rather look at Rashi, the shiura asa. Rashi, the minion chutin. How do I know how many strings need to be in tzitzis? So let's just pause for one second. How many strings are there in tzitzis? 
So every every corner of the beged has four strings of tzitzis. You're going to say, I thought there are eight strings of tzitzis. So it's always really four that are doubled over. It's four strings that you put through that hole and it becomes four and four on each side. So it's really only four, four strings used in every, uh, every uh, corner of the beged. So how, how, does, how is Gedeol teach me that, that number? Why? Gedeol shnayim, Gedilim arba. So Gedeol always implies two strings. Why does Gedeol imply two strings? Rashi says, Gedeol shnayim, Gedeol Gedeol bepachos Gedeol is translated in English as like twined, something that's twisted together. So you can't have something that's twisted together unless there are two pieces, right? You can't twist something on its own. It's two things that twist together. So we're not talking about, just to be clear, we're not talking about how you spin the actual, um, the actual uh, thread, you know, for each, each uh, piece, of, piece, piece of thread for tzitzit. But we mean that, as we know by tzitzit, and we're going to see this in a second, tzitzit are tied together, right? Tzitzit are tied together and then they hang down also. So you can't tie, Gideon implies that there's something you're going to do with the tzitzit that you're going to tie them together with each other. You're going to twine, twine them up, right? Which we know, we know we do. We make knots in the tzitzit and we wrap them around each other, etc. So that, the idea of gedil, something that's wrapped together and tied up one with the other, so that automatically means there are two because you need two things to uh, tie them up. Uh, if you're gonna, it's something you're required to tie together with something else. Obviously, you need to have two of them. So if it's gedilim, what does that mean? That doubles it. It means four. So that means, so, the, so gedilim ta'aselacha teaches me that I have four. And then you should make a gedil and let it come out from inside. So what is that? Look at Rashi. Uh, Rashi says, Gedilim arba chutin, arba chutin, demir gedilim shnayim, uksiv v'nasnu al sitzis hakanaf pesil. Amr Torah, asay mihanach arba chutin, gedil achad. Use these four, these four strings into one gedil. Tahav lehu ches chutim, Right, and it turns into eight when you put it through the through the hole. So then you have four on each side. That turns into four and four, which becomes eight. Ufo sehu misocho. What does that word? What does that mean? Ufo sehu. Make it into a psil. What does that mean? Look at Rashi. She yutluyin psilin that the that the string should be hanging down. Shlo yasa kulo gedil ela kutsas gedil ukutsas anaf. Meaning, you want to take those four gedilin. You put them through the hole and you want to turn it into partly gedil, partly tied on each other, and partly psil, right? And probably just hanging. Um, psil also is the language of a wick, right? It's just a, a piece of string that just hangs. It's just by itself. And that's, that's of course, what we do with our tzitzis, is that we have the top third of the tzitzis are r- tied and wrapped and, and, and knotted on each other. And then the last, the last uh, two-thirds are, sorry, it's two-thirds and one, I don't know. One third and two thirds, I think. The last two thirds is the uh, the part that just kind of hangs down like a wick, right? It just hangs down regular. So you want to make sure you have both. So you have kanaf psil techelas. You have gidilim, and you want it to be psil. So you need both. So the bottom line is, uh, for our purposes, the bottom line is the word gidilim is not extra at all. The word gidilim teaches me that I need four strings uh, to make each corner of the beged that you tie four strings on each other. That's something that is absolutely necessary. Therefore, it's not available. Left nuye, not available for the drushes. So what are we going to do? Says the Gemara. In kainle makrolo silva shatnez sermu pishtim yachta vlamali. So I got another extra word. 
You could have just said, don't wear shatnez, semru pishtim. Don't wear shatnez that are made out of wool linen. Again, for the rabbanon, the words wool linen are necessary. Um, so just say that. But why you say semru pishtim yachtav together? Of course it's yachtav. Shatnez means a mix that goes together. Must be that it's available to make this drasha. Uh, again, that I say that the tzitzis can be shatnez, I say dochalos, I say. So Gemara says, not so fast. Vakasimi bailei lesokef shtei tekifos chibor utkifa achas eno chibor. No, I'll tell you why the word yachdav is there. It's there to teach me that the way you make shatnez is only if you connect the shatnez, the two pieces together, right? With two tekifos, with two. Um, to uh, stitchings. Look at Rashi. Tukifa feint shetochev. If you look at the lazi, Rashi says that that feint means tefer, right? Uh, a stitch. Um, if anyone knows uh, French, you can tell me if, you know, if that's the word in French for stitch. Shetochev tukiva achas b'mechet. You 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 stick. You do one stitch with a with a uh, needle. V'chiber kilayim. Beged semer upishtim, uh, sorry, beged pishtim yachad, and you connect the two. Eino chibor, bepachos mishtet tkifos. You just do one stitch, that's not enough. You have to have at least two stitches to put them together. So, what, what that means, by the way, is that, you know, in theory, a person's wearing a linen shirt and uh, wool pants, that's not shotness, right? Because the wool and the, and the linen are not connected to each other. You're wearing both, or even wearing one on top of you have a wool jacket and a linen shirt. That's not shotness, because the two are not, they are not connected to each other. You have to have the two, the wool and linen, actually stitched together. Excuse me. And that's the word that says yachdav, that you have to put them together. So again, not a proof, that not, not an extra word that's available to make the drasha, because I need it for the halacha itself. Okay, says the Gemara, Im kein lichtarachmana lo silbash semer upishtim yachdav, shatnez lamali. So fine, just say, don't wear Tzema Pishtim together. Tzema Pishtim, Yachtav, that's going to teach me. Don't wear wool and linen stitched together. That's what Shatnas is all about. What do I need the word Shatnas for? Shema Minalaf Nuyay. So it must be the word Shatnas maybe is available to make the drasha. So it says the Gemara, Vakasi mi bailer la achihei shua tavoy v'noiz. So rather, no, what does Shatnas teach me? Shatnas teaches me that um, the Isser of Kalayim only applies if the items are shua, tavoy, v'noz. Shua means smooth, tavoy means spun, and nose means woven. So what, is the, what does this mean? So take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, shua, tavoy, v'noz. Min ha-Torah, eno chayev ait shihei ha-tsemer ve'apishtan mitukan yachan heitev b'masreik. That the uh, midaraisa, on, on, on a Torah level, the Isra of Shana only applies if the wool and the linen are really, really put, you know, uh, connected with a, with a comb, meaning they're really connected in a very, very significant way. They're woven together, they're spun together, they're smooth together, um, and each one means something else. Shua, Rashi says, Lashon Chalak, right, to smooth it over. Um, nose means arog, that they're woven together. Um, and, and that's what, uh, uh, um, that's the word shotness teaches me. If you pay attention, what is the word shatnes? Look at the word shatnes. Shin ayin tes nun zayin. Shin ayin shua tes tavoy nose nun zayin. Shatnes is what we call notrigon. It's a 
it's a uh, acronym for the phrase Shua Tavoy Venos. That's what Shatnas means. So shat, do I, do, the way I learned these things from the word Shatnas because that's what the word Shatnas stands for. It's a it's this Rashi Tevos, right? It's an acronym. So again, that means that the word uh, Shatnas seems to not be available to make any type of drasha. It's there to teach me how in a Torah at least. Shatnas can only be made if the wool and linen are connected in such a way. So the Gemara answers, no problem. No, really, you're right. Shatnas teaches me this concept of Shua Toivavinos. Um, but nevertheless, the word Shatnas actually still teaches me both. Um, so look at Rashi. Kula mi What does that mean? It says Rashi as follows. The ilaf nuye lechod. Right, that if I would have just, if I'm just teaching me, um, if it's, again, if the word shatnes is just there to make, uh, to teach, sorry, if I am, um, right, the puzzle could have said like this, lo silbash kilayim shua tavavanos. Right, don't use the word shatnes. Right? Say, don't wear kilayim. Kilayim in the Torah is used many times to refer to kilayim kerem, you have kilayim zroyim, other types of kilayim mixtures that are forbidden in, in, when you plant things, etc. You could have done that. So the fact that the, the, that the Torah uses the word, sh- could, could have said, lo silbash kilayim, don't wear mixtures, shua, tavo benos, as lo- if they're spun or etc. together, smooth, woven together, so why does the Torah use the word shatnes? So shatnes is a, again, Rashi Tevos that teaches me those, that it needs to be those three, those three things. But nevertheless, you didn't need to use that special language. You could have used just the phrase Shua Tavavinos. The fact that you use the word shatnes is there to do two things. Right? It's, it's a, it's a Rashi Tevos for Shua Tavavinos, but it also, it, because it's a special way of saying it, it provides another option, opportunity that remains available last New Year. So that's, that's, that's how the Gemara is going to basically conclude this piece by saying that the word shatnez, because again, it could have just said the word kilayim, shua tavavinois, and didn't do so. It said it puts it all together in this funny word. No, no, shatnez, to us, the word shatnez is not funny. That's the word that we know, right? But it's, it's, it's actually a very strange language to use. It's not even really a word in a certain sense, right? And the fact that it goes out of its way to use this very strange formulation, so that means that it's not just teaching me shua tavavinois, but it must have come to do something else also. And since that, uh, and that, that strange, unique formulation is there to teach me this, uh, this concept. So basically what it means is that in the end of the day, the Gemara is going to con- conclude here this conversation about Asedoh say in general. And that the, the bottom line is, we learn Asedoh say in all of Torah, from Gidilim Taselacha and Oselba Shatnes, right? The, the, the Isra of Shatnes and the Mitzvah of Sitzis and, and the extra word Shatnes, which is there to teach me um, that they're available to make this drasha, to show me that the Svichas Aparshos is there for a reason. And that's why we uh, remain with the possibility that a person could wear shatnes in their tzitzis, say do chalos say. And the Gemara now, uh, when we continue tomorrow, we'll talk about what, so what are the ramifications now for say do chalos say, since we say say do chalos say, how does it apply back to our original case of the question of Yibam? That's something we'll talk about when we pick it up tomorrow.